time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. All right, welcome back to Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie uh, bringing you this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio as the countdown continues to the running of the Great American Race, the Daytona 500, coming up uh, just a few weeks away on Fox Television. So as uh, fans, media, and I'm sure the drivers are ready to get back into action and fire up the engines, we have a special guest this week on the Food Depot Hotline. A young driver who I am sure is ready and fired up for the running of the Daytona 500 and for the 2020 season to get here. Driver of the number 95 Toyota Camry for Levine Family Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Christopher Bell. Mr. Bell, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hope you're doing uh, well and enjoying your day today. Yeah, man, it's been a it's been a wonderful day. First, before we get fired up at what's going on for you in uh, 2020, what does uh, Christopher Bell like to do to relax, unwind, and enjoy some quality time away from the track? Man, it's it's been a wonderful off season. I've just been able to spend a lot of time at home, uh, you know, kind of getting back to normal life a little bit and. Uh, on top of that, it's been a huge adjustment going from JGR, Joe Gibbs Racing, to Levine Family Racing. So uh, trying to spend as much time as I can in the shop, getting accustomed to our new team members. Um, and it's it's obviously a, a whole different group of people that I'm with, tw- switching teams and companies. So, uh, yeah, just trying to make sure that everyone's ready to go this by the time the 500 comes around and, and make sure that everyone understands who I am as a person and, and, you know, trying to build those relationships. Now, obviously, the transition to a new team is always tough. So, obviously, going to a team like Levine Family Racing, where it's a, a family organization, how welcoming have they been for you in making that adjustment from uh, obviously driving in Xfinity to now driving in the Cup Series. Man, it's it's been awesome. You know, as soon as I walked into the door there, they, they treat me like a rock star. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity to drive for Bob and Sharon and uh, his family team that he's got going on. So uh, we've, me and my, my crew chief, Jason Ratcliffe, who came from me on the Xfinity side, have been really focused on uh, trying to make sure that we understand the name of the game and the Cup side right now because – He's been a Cup Series crew chief and has won a lot of races with veteran drivers, And but he's been out of the series now for a couple of years. So uh, it's, he's taking a little bit of time to get accustomed to the new rules package, how the racing is nowadays. And uh, for me, you know, I'm taking a lot of time talking to the engineers. We, we still have Mike Wheeler on board. So uh, the wheels has been doing an outstanding job of uh, kind of taking me under his wing and, and giving me some pointers and, and you know, looking at data with me and stuff like that to make sure that I'm as prepared as I can be as well. Uh, speaking with Christopher Bell here, rookie this year in the upcoming Cup Series for 2020. So how exciting is that for you? They're giving you your first opportunity to break full-time in the Cup Series. You're going to be battling out for a Rookie of the Year honors, proving your skills in the Xfinity Series, but now making the step up to the Cup Series, driving with a lot of guys you haven't had the opportunity to probably race with. Some of them you have in an Xfinity Series. So how important it is for you to gain respect with those drivers once you get out there on the track for Speed Weeks at Daytona? 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have decent relationships with a couple of the Cup guys. And, you know, I drove for Kyle Busch on the Truck Series. So I've had a kind of a, a long-term relationship with Kyle for uh, a number of seasons. So I, you know, I know him very well. I was teammates with Eric Jones for a minute. Um, I've raced against Kevin Harvick and, and raced against Kyle Larson for, man, years and years now. So I do have some relationships with the guys out there. And, uh, you know, a lot of them kind of know what I'm about. But there's a lot of guys out there like uh, Brad Kozlowski. And there are obviously some guys out there that I've never really raced against. So uh, earning respect is probably going to be, you know, a, a, a trial. But hopefully by, you know, we get a couple races in, they'll understand that I'm here to play fair too. Speaking with Christopher Bell, the driver of the number 95 Toyota Camry, he gets set to uh, his debut rookie season. You know, this is your first year. You're with a new team. You're gonna. It's going to take a while for you guys to kind of settle in with your new crew and, and, and all of that. So expectations for you. What, what are you looking to accomplish uh, in your rookie year? I'm sure rookie of the year is something you're definitely shooting for. Hopefully you can achieve. But what do you think you want to do on the track to, for yourself, have a great, great rookie season? Man, honestly, we don't really have uh, a ton of expectations just because we don't really know exactly how I'm going to adapt as a driver. Um, but, you know, I, I think one of our big goals is to be able to compete with the Joe Gibbs Racing team cars that, that we have. So, um, you know, if our team cars are extremely competitive, then our, our goal is to, to be there with them. And, um, you know, if, if we can't be there with them, you know, obviously I, I'm going to focus really hard on why we're not there and, and, and try and become a better race car driver to, to be able to compete with those guys. Now, looking at some of the hobbies that uh, you have here on your bio, iRacing, and, and I've noticed this has become a big thing over the last few years, and I, I, I kind of understand the concept. I'm not exactly sure the concept of iRacing, but as a driver, obviously this must be a, a great way for you to learn a lot about maybe the tracks you're going to be racing at in this upcoming year or maybe in the past as well. It, it's like is it it's like virtual reality racing, is it not, or is it more just kind of like a television in an old kind of like a, like a video game type format? Yeah, well, it's 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 called a simulation, and and you know it's very true because it really is just a simulation of real life racing, and uh, it's it's a ton of fun to do. Uh, the reason why I'm an NASCAR driver is because I I fell in love with racing as a young kid, so uh, I get to race all the time now because of of i racing, and uh, not only is it a ton of fun, but it's very, you know, it's kind of like practice. And in, in, mm. in our sport, we don't get to go out there and drive cars every day, so. Uh, luckily, the, with what iRacing has created, it, you kind of get to in an online setting. And I saw some of it on Fox Sports, and, and there's leagues, correct? Like, you can race other drivers, and there's <laughs> leagues that are set up where you these people can do this on a competition level, correct? Yeah, you can you can race against, <laughs> and that's what makes it so cool is, uh, you know, I, I can get on there and race against, um, you know, in, any of the, the NASCAR superstars that are on there today. And, and same with you or anybody who's listening to this. <laughs> Uh, you know, this deal. So um, that's what makes it so cool is that literally you you have the opportunity to race against racing superstars. <laughs> that is so awesome. I'm going to look more into that because that sounds uh, something that's right up my alley. Uh, Christopher Bell, thank you so much for taking time to join us, man. I know you're fired up and ready to go for the rookie season. And, and if our listeners want to follow you on social media and keep up with what's going on with you in the 2020s and 20 season, uh, where can they go to follow you on the uh, social media world? Yeah, I mean, you can kind of follow me on anything. I've got all all the social media platforms, so uh, you can just look up Christopher Bell, and I'll be there. All right. Well, Mr. Bell, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Good luck to you in the 2020 season, and hopefully you can uh, win yourself that Rookie of the Year and hopefully maybe get yourself that first win this season. 
Thank you. I'm Adam Alexander, part of the NASCAR coverage on Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. And welcome back to the season debut of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie as we get set to kick off the 2020 season of Southern Race Week Radio. We're done with the best ofs, and I've got a special guest on the Food Depot hotline right now, so I don't want to hesitate any longer as we welcome in our special guest this week, the driver of the legendary number 21 car for the Woods Brother Racing Team. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Matt DiBenedetto! That's quite the intro. Hey, let me tell you something, sir. When you're a big deal, we got to make sure we welcome in our guests in style as well. Uh, Mr. Benedetto, thank you so much for taking time out of an extremely busy schedule, I bet, getting set for a Daytona here in just a matter of weeks. But before we uh, talk about all the things we got to look forward to in 2020, let's take a look at your offseason. You had some time to kind of decompress all the craziness that happened in the uh, final uh, few uh, months of the 2019 season. So I'm sure you wanted some time to decompress and take some time off. So what did you do during the offseason to kind of uh, relax and, and enjoy time with, with your lovely wife? Yeah, we, uh, you know, we're pretty low key. We're kind of homebody. So we, uh, you know, me and my wife and our dog, Brian, spent a lot of time hanging out, relaxing. We, uh, we got a hot tub. So that was oh. a, uh, a fun little splurge. So we got a little hot tub at our house. So we enjoyed that a lot in the cold weather and, um, <laughs> went back to California for Christmas to see my family. And, um, but other than that, you know, worked out at our CrossFit place and hung out with that group. Uh, we have a lot of good friends there. So, Spend a little time catching up with uh, everybody and hanging out and doing stuff on weekends with with folks we don't get to do you know during the race season. But I'm I'm ready to get back going now. Oh, I'm sure you are, as as all the fans are. I am as well as a media, not, not just a media guy, but as a fan, I'm just ready to get you guys back out on the track. It was a, a crazy 2019 season for you, Matt. I mean, the way things kind of ended, and then this new gig with the Woods Brothers was just crazy. You had a great finish at uh, at Bristol, a second-place finish, almost won that race. Uh, you lost your gig. It just looked bad for you there for a while. Then all of a sudden, ring, ring, the Wood Brothers call, asking you to drive the legendary 21 for them because they have a position and an opening for you. You're now part of the legendary Woods Brothers in the 21, heading into Daytona. For you now at this point, what are your thoughts as you get set to head to Daytona with the Woods Brothers? <laughs> That's been pretty darn surreal to drive for such a legendary team, and, and you know they're they make me feel like I'm part of their family now. I've known the I've known the Wood Brothers for quite some time, actually, all the way back to um, I've known Lynn and Nancy Wood and their son Kevin all the way back to, to when I was 13 years old racing at Hickory Motor Speedway because we raced against them um, and their son Kevin. So we got to know them, and they made us feel like family back then. We'd go in their trailer, eat you know they'd invite us in there to eat their food and. And that's just the kind of people they are. And now to be driving for, for them is is crazy how it's come around full circle. And, and uh, it's going to be so much fun and the best opportunity of my life. And I can't, uh, it's hard to even put into words how much I appreciate that kind of an opportunity and to drive for such a great family. Now, uh, speaking with Matt Benedetto here, driver of the legendary number 21 car for the Woods Brothers Racing as we get set for Daytona here in just a matter of a weeks. It's such an exciting time when you're getting set for Daytona 500. Such peasantry. Just for the beginning of the season, your mind frame, you're kind of getting, you know, yourself fired up for this. Have has it even dawned on you yet that Daytona's just a few weeks away, or 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 what are your your thoughts as you kind of 
mentally prepare for not only Daytona but also the 2020 season. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm I'm glad it's here. I get I get to, you know ready to roll pretty quick in the off season. I you know I racing you know all I do um, and all I live for. So so I've been ready to ready to go and especially having I mean the best opportunity in my entire life and career um, doing this is it just makes you that much more excited to get to the racetrack and go out and I want to try you know win some races with my guys and and for the Wood Brothers. So it's. Uh, it's exciting, but it's crazy that it's almost here. It's only a few weeks away until the uh, Daytona 500. We're going to be flying down there shortly and and doing our whole speed weeks there. And it's um, it's going to be fun. It's been a lot of preparation already, getting acclimated with the new team and all all my new guys. Now, the coolest thing about watching your career last year was that that race at Bristol. I think really opened the door to people who might not know who you were. I think you gained a lot of respect, not only probably from a lot of the drivers in the garage, although you probably already had their respect already, but I think a lot of the fans who are probably maybe newcomers or maybe didn't have like a particular driver they, they gravitated towards really seem to have gravitated towards you. Going into Daytona this year with now maybe a bigger fan base than maybe you had in, in years past, how much more exciting is it for you to kind of have that fan experience at Daytona now being probably one of the most popular drivers on the on the series now yeah it's crazy to think that you know uh, it's it's just been so overwhelming and, and neat to have that kind of support from the fans i think they can just uh you know um tell how much passion i have for the sport and what i do and that i live for it and and um, how tough the journey's been and how the odds have been stacked against me and and um you know i think they appreciate it you know as much as I do having this opportunity to drive for the Wood Brothers. So it's, it makes it so special and they've been a part of it, a big part of it. Um, that's been a big part of my career is having that support from, from everybody pushing and helping to, uh, you know, give me that support to keep, keep advancing my career. Now, Matt, if our uh, listeners want to follow you on social media, keep up with what's going on with you in the 2020 season, where can they go to keep up with what's going on with you and your racing career and, and what's going on with the season as well? Yeah, my uh, Twitter and Instagram is Matt D Racing, and then my uh, Facebook is Matt De Benedetto Racing. So they can follow me on all three, and I use them all. All right. Well, uh, Matt D Benedetto, thank you so much for uh, joining us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. We're just so excited and pumped up for you here in the 2020 season. I'm sure you are as well. Driver of the number 21 Menards Motorcraft Quick Lane Ford Mustang for the legendary Wood Brothers Racing Team. Good luck in Daytona during Speed Weeks, and hopefully you can drive that 21 into victory lane for your first uh, Cup win of uh, of your career and how cool would that be doing that uh, at Daytona at the 500, huh? Absolutely, that sounds great to me. And thanks for having me on. Hey, this is Dennis Pitmeyer, president of Richmond International Raceway, and you are listening to Southern Racing. All right, welcome back to the season premiere of Southern Race Week Radio along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie, along with WB here in 2020, bringing you all the excitement and action news interviews and all you need to know about the world of racing everything from nhra to uh, the canon pro series short tracks nascar you name it if it goes real fast we'll be covering it for you all throughout the year here on southern race week radio and here on our grand season premiere our first brand new episode of the year we welcome into the program a great friend of southern race week radio a great friend of yours truly we have bonded over the years of uh, interviews that we've conducted here on this fine radio broadcast you hear him every weekday morning co-hosting the morning drive on sirius xm nascar channel number 90 you can also listen to him uh, every week when mrn carries races for you as he's uh, one of the big turn announcers 
And also, sometimes you might be able to see him on television during the NBC portion of NASCAR coverage. Uh, sometimes he also does turn announcing for the big television networks as well. Let's head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in for the first time here in 2020 on the big season premiere of Southern Race Week Radio, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike Bagley! Alfie, glad to be back with you, my friend. Welcome to 2020. Oh, my man. Uh, so glad to uh, hear your voice. It's been a while since we've uh, got on the phone here to uh, talk a little NASCAR. But before we do that, buddy, how was your, uh, obviously, the off season? Never an off season for you because you're continually working for Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90, doing the uh, morning drive there, and also doing some stuff for MRN Radio as well during the off season. So uh, I know you didn't have a lot of time to kind of um, break away from the NASCAR world, but uh, did you were you able to find some time to vacation and, and get away and kind of reboot the batteries a little bit? Well, we did have a chance to step away here between Christmas and New Year's, but to your point, you know, we left Homestead two weeks before Thanksgiving, and then, you know, we had a little Thanksgiving break. We had a little break around Christmas, New Year's, and then the month of January. Obviously, we're gearing up, getting ready to go to Daytona, which will be happening here a week from Sunday. We oh. qualify for the Daytona 500, <laughs> or at least the, the front row for the 500. So it's been it's been busy, but what the busiest has been is keeping up with all the changes and, and, and crew chiefs moving here, drivers moving there, and, of course, a revamped 2020 schedule. As well. So we've had a lot on our plate to digest and prepare for here as we get ready to start another racing season. So as far as all the moves during the offseason, what was one of those moves that jumped out in you and said, wow, I can't believe that happened or really excited about this move right here to see how it's going to work out? Well, I would say the biggest one of those, Alfie, is the move of the quote unquote big three from the NASCAR Xfinity Series. What we're talking about is Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, and Cole Custer, who set the world on fire in the Xfinity Series last year. All those drivers, all three of those drivers, are now moving up and will be a part of the rookie class. They'll be joined by John Hunter Dimacek, who will obviously be the fourth rookie. But those three drivers that, that really created a lot of excitement in a series that has really turned a lot of heads here in recent years now become a part of the big show. you got Christopher Bell, who's going to go race for Levine Family Racing in the number 95. you got Cole Custer, who replaces Daniel Suarez in the number 41. And then you've got Tyler Reddick, who's going to jump into the eight car and replace Daniel Hemrick over at Richard Childress Racing. It's funny, we've had a debate this week about, you know, will those drivers win in year one? You may see a driver of the rookie class uh, get a win here and there, but it's going to be a, a steep mountain to climb, and they're going to have a lot of challenges I just think that by the addition of those three drivers alone, it's going to create a lot of compelling uh, storylines that we'll be covering here all throughout the season, not only just at Daytona, but in the weeks leading through the summer months into the playoffs. Now, um, the, as we mentioned, the season is, is just around the corner, Daytona 500-year speed weeks. For you as a guy who travels the series week to week, and now obviously we haven't any racing in a while, how excited for you as a media guy to get back to work, get back at the track, and get ready for another season for you? There's always a level of excitement that um, <clears throat> is created when you get ready to start another racing season. There's a lot of excitement to see the new paint schemes, the new drivers and crew chiefs in new places, but to just get cars back on the racetrack and to have the ability to create those storylines every single week and then follow those stories every single week all the way through the season. Keep in mind, 2020, we're going eight races before we take our first break. First off weekend's not until Easter weekend. So going to Daytona, 
you know, driving through the tunnel, shaking the rust off a little bit, getting to see everyone's new digs. It's always exciting, <clears throat> excuse me, and you take it to the next level. It's Daytona, and you're going to Daytona for Speed Weeks and the Daytona 500. I love it. Speaking with Mike Bagley here of MRN Radio, as well as the co-host of The Morning Drive on a Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. And another thing I'm really excited about this year, uh, Mike, and you just mentioned it just moments ago, was the 2020 season as far as the shakeup with the schedule. I'm really excited to see how things will shape a little bit, especially the uh, doubleheader uh, the doubleheader weekend they'll do in uh, Pocono, uh, Daytona. The, uh, the the second race in the Daytona will be the cutoff race for the playoffs, and, uh, and Darlington will kick off the playoffs this year, uh, and then also two weeks off. So uh, of everything that's on the 2020 schedule, Mr. Bagley, what for you are you most excited to see if it will work or not? Well, there are a couple things. Uh, you just mentioned several, which are key, but there, there's a whole lot more. Keep in mind, once we get done with the 500 at Daytona, we don't go straight to Atlanta. We're going out west, and we're doing the West Coast Swing, and Atlanta slides back to the fifth race of the season. So you got that. You got Homestead moving to March during spring break. The one that I'm looking forward to the most, is Martinsville moving to Saturday night of Mother's Day weekend and going under the lights. I had a chance to do a late model race there a few years ago, and we obviously raced at night, and it was just something totally different. I know that we've done it before unexpectedly because the race ran long, but now people are actually making plans. Ticket sales are up and everything for Martinsville Mother's Day weekend, the first scheduled race under the lights. And then, of course, you mentioned the doubleheader at Pocono. That, so we've never done this before. I mean, you're going to get five races in three days there. You're going to have the Arkham and Art Series. You have on Saturday the Cup and Truck Series. Sunday the Cup and Xfinity Series to where you're going to be able to get five races in three days. That's crazy. Plus all the practice and all the qualifying. I love the fact that we're trying that, and I hope that uh, it is a success. A lot of fans are banking on it, and we are too. And I'm really fascinated with the way they'll line up the field for the, the second race of that weekend, which, which is awesome, which is they'll invert everyone that's on the lead lap uh, for that second race on Sunday. What are your thoughts about that, the, the way they'll line up for that second uh, race of that doubleheader? Yeah, lead lap cars are going to be inverted for Sunday. Now, it'll be interesting if we see some shenanigans played mm-hmm. to where, okay, it's like if we can't get to the win on Saturday, do we – exercise a little gamesmanship to get us in ourselves a good position on Sunday. That's going to be a risk versus reward. If you go about that, you're potentially leaving some stage points on the table. So with that inversion of, of, of how that's going to work, and there are still some I's to be dotted and T's to be crossed about some of the specific logistics of that weekend. But for the most part, it's going to be, it, it, it's going to be weird to be able to race two races back-to-back, points-paying races, that matter towards the championship with that twist of inversion thrown in there as well. I think that's a good way to do it um, because, quite frankly, we're racing so many cars over the course of a limited time that we can't qualify them twice. Then you need two cars and all this stuff. So I don't have a problem with that. That's one of the many things I'm going to wait to see how it shakes out. But already on paper and just talking with the fans, I've got a lot of enthusiasm about what we can expect at Pocono for the first ever double header for the NASCAR Cup Series. Well, whatever's going to happen, it should be an exciting season. And uh, Mike Bagley will be all over it uh, for MRN Radio. You can catch him, as we mentioned, every weekday morning 
uh, on the uh, Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90 with the morning drive. That's from 7 a.m. until 11 a.m. Eastern time. And then also check him out throughout uh, the season, uh, beginning with Daytona. He'll be part of all the coverage there for the Motor Racing Network, which you can listen to online at MRN.com. And also you can download the MRN radio app and listen to all the coverage there, all their podcasting, all the race coverage, uh, throwback. Uh, they do throwback races as well. Mr. Bagley, if our uh, listeners want to follow you throughout the season on social media, keep up what's going on with you and the NASCAR season, where can they go to uh, keep up with you, my friend? At the Mike Bagley, B-A-G-L-E-Y on Twitter. Go ahead and jump on there and interact with us. We always have a great time. And not only that, also taking over the state of Florida because he's a big-time Florida resident, and you're kind of a big deal down there in the uh, state of Florida now, right? I mean, you, you're you lounging around, hanging out at the beach. you got all the ladies hanging around. I mean, I don't want to draw attention to myself. Let me just slide out here on this sand and just soak up some rays. <laughs> well, Mr. Bagley, thank you so much for joining this week on the season premiere of uh, Southern Race Week Radio. I'm sure we'll be talking to you throughout the season and looking forward to seeing you at the uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway hopefully here in a few weeks as well. Appreciate you having me on, and uh, much success to you and uh, and all you do. And we appreciate what you do for the sport, and obviously the folks in the local community there. <laughs>